Hail and well met, everyone. My name is Jen, your friendly neighborhood GM and purveyor of fine adventures? Yes. Today, I'm super excited because I just finished my one-shot adventure into the Caldera. It's a D&D 5e one-shot adventure for fifth-level characters. The party arrives on the Isle of Sindros. They must find a way to enter the volcano, survive the deadly creatures in suffocating heat, and uncover a danger that threatens the whole island. The inspiration for this adventure came from something I saw on the internet about a volcano, and then my brain was like, that would be a great place to have an adventure. And then I had this fun idea for a creature that would be found inside the volcano. So the last step was to invent a semi-reasonable excuse to trick, I mean to convince, a party of adventurers to go inside the volcano. That all sounds super cool, Jen. Tell me more. I can do you one better. I wrote it all down and I published it on the DMs Guild. The link in the description will take you right to the DMs Guild where you can buy my adventure and stock up on all the other cool stuff to help you run amazing games. To run amazing games, you need a villain. More good news. I made one just for you. To the notebook. Being the DM for my group and tax season do not mix. Tax season is that time between January 1 and April 15th for those of us in the United States, and that's when you have to do your tax return. And I do tax returns for a living, so it's a very stressful, very busy time. So tax season and being the DM for your group, oil and water, don't mix. We all know scheduling is the true big bad of tabletop games. If we took a break until the end of tax season, I was worried we would never get back to the table. Everything I had run so far was homebrew stuff because I really enjoy the process of creating things. But homebrew takes a lot of time. I decided to run Ghosts of Saltmarsh for my group instead. Using a pre-written adventure, I would just need to do a little reading and make notes and then I'd be prepared to run. Genius. That worked for about one session. After uncovering the smugglers, my players boarded the ship, murdered most of the people on board, and told me they were going to whatever the next port of call was so that they could break up the whole smuggling ring. Okay. No problem. Let me just invent a city from scratch. No big deal. That city had to be filled with corrupt people because that would give the characters lots of bad guys to pursue. So I created a smuggling ring and a couple other related crime activities. It was fine. Took no time. Could I have found a city in the written adventure for them to arrive at? Yes, that would have been way smarter. Don't be me. Anyway, back to the corrupt town I invented for no reason. It needed a big bad. Let me introduce you to William Brendar, the warden of a city of Seton prison. Human man in about his 40s. He wears a high-collared black leather doublet with long sleeves to hide the black marks that spider across his arms and neck. Brendar was stabbed in the throat while trying to quell the uprising. As he fell to the floor, bleeding to death, he said a prayer that only a demon heard. The demon would spare Brendar and replace the life force gushing from his body. For a price. The price turned out to be 1,000 souls. Brendar had to collect 1,000 souls in 1,000 days. He agreed instantly. A cruel, violent man, Brendar would have no trouble sending the requisite souls to the demon. The warden woke up in his bed the next morning. His neck densely bandaged, leg broken, ribs cracked, 
but alive. A small leather pouch was on his nightstand. He opened it gingerly to reveal a sphere about the size of an apple, black as midnight, heavy as marble, and cold to the touch. At the bottom of the bag, he found a note. 999 days to go. His injury should have taken months to heal. But seven days later, he was recovered and ready to preside over the judgment of the prisoners responsible for the riot. His prison guards informed him three men were to blame for the disruption. Brendar condemned ten men to death that day. The black orb in his hand pulsed with icy energy as each man breathed his last. Once the orb has absorbed the requisite souls, the demon will come to the mortal plane to collect his payment. Today, Brendar has 368 souls and 412 days to go. The next time you need a bad guy with a mysterious motivation, introduce your players to Brendar, the Warden of Seton. Switching gears a bit, it is now time for the Player's Notebook. To the Player's Notebook! This last week, our party was able to complete one of our quests by escorting an NPC to a location. I thought this location was going to have more things going on, and instead it was kind of just a soldier's camp where people were dead or dying or dying of death. There was really nothing there for us, for the, for the players. Immediately, we were tasked with taking a small group of soldiers from this location into the wilderness, and our instructions were to kill all the undead that we came across. I don't even remember what our reward for completing this task was, and it doesn't matter, because that night we were attacked by 12 raptors. 12! All the soldiers died. Every single one of them. Probably for the best. The PCs all survived, which was great, and the DM doesn't have to worry about eight extra NPCs now, so yay? In other news, we found an interesting location with a magical arch and some helpful goodies in the chest of a dead guy. Well, chest like a storage box, not a rib cage. We found some shards of flail snail shell and cryptic notes about how to operate the mysterious arch. By the way, if you don't know what a flail snail is, I recommend that you look it up. They look cool, and I've been trying to find a way to squeeze them into a game for my players because they look so cool. If you asked me what I like about D&D from the player perspective, I would have told you that using my character's cool abilities and role-playing would be at the top of my list. I was surprised, however, at how excited I got when we found a cool location that told us more about the history of the place that we were exploring. I think the next thing to do is send my DM some stars and wishes. Stars are things from the game that I really liked, and wishes are things I hope to happen or goals for my character for the future. That helps the DM know what is working for you and what to include in future sessions. For any of our DMs out there, if you don't already ask your players for stars and wishes, you should. It's an easy way to get feedback on what they like so you can craft something your players will love. That will do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. I know it was a little bit on the short side, but I was spending a lot of time trying to get that adventure out. Speaking of that adventure, the best way to support the show is to tell all your friends and buy Into the Caldera on the DM's Guild. It's less than three bucks and you get a cool adventure. The link is in the description. 
If you're a GM or you know a GM, odds are you know someone who could benefit from the show. Tell them to listen to the GM's Notebook the next time they sit down to prep for a session. You can follow GM's Notebook on Instagram and Blue Sky. Send your emails to thegmsnotebook at gmail.com. Until next time, I bid you a fond farewell. <laughs>